I'm a dirty pizza boy. You are. Um, I've been. This is just get a dirt, fact. It's okay. Dirt, dirty on a slice. Um, yeah. And today I had a craving for pizza, so I pizzaed up. Uh, I went to I went to a dirty old pizza shop, mm-hmm. and um, so it's the kind of place that's like, you buy a slice, but the slice is like a quarter of a pizza. Oh, those are the best places. And then they slice it in half. Or I think you can ask them not to, but they slice it in half. So your one slice becomes two slices. Okay. Um, so I went in, and there was a nice-looking slice, and I was like, oh, I'll have a slice of that, which is two slices. And then yep. I was like, ooh. And there was this one that, like, almost looked burnt. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'll get that one, too. And he's like, do you want me to heat that one up? It's been out for a while. And I was like, yeah, dude. So... <laughs> He heated up the one that was already... It looked like fucking, like, Freddy Krueger's back. Like, it was... <laughs> it was... It was crusty. Um, and he heated it up, and it just turned into, like... Um, I want to call it, like... Psychedelic pizza toast. <laughs> one more time, for the listeners at home. What was it? Psychedelic pizza toast. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. It was so fucking bad good. And they had the dips yeah. that were that are like the heinous like Hellman's one and I got the like jalapeno and heartburn cheese flavor. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one and only, Pepperoni. And joining me, as always, via satellite, the Duke of Diaclone himself, Tony. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? Sup? They're cool. They're tight. Good. Good. Tight. Um, So, full disclosure for the audience, Um, this is our second time recording this episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, we recorded last night, and uh, something bad happened, and basically I didn't have any audio. Um, yeah, how's, your, how's your recording going right now? It seems just fine. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so uh, something bad happened, and uh, basically I recorded two hours of silence. It's not that I like forgot to press the button, and trust me, if I did something that stupid, I would own up to it. But, I've uh, done that before. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, a uh, mistake yeah this is uh this is take two on this episode and maybe it's for the best things got a little racially charged last time <laughs> <laughs> it kind of kind of did yeah but in a good way in a we're not racist way yeah not that we were racist but we were talking yeah. about problematic circumstances <laughs> oh god that sounds racist <laughs> that does sound so racist let me could... let me give you my leaflet. It's entitled Problematic Circumstances. <laughs> and <laughs> semicolon this is not racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. Oh my god, I'm afraid to get a haircut, man. We can't say shit. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> yeah, can't even imply shit or shit or sad. The climate of twenty seventeen is an incredible climate. It's it's scary. It's hot. It's Luckily, so though, it wasn't hot. as hot today, which is nice. Yeah, it rained a little. Did you? Yeah, we got a little bit of rain, a little bit of overcast. Mm-hmm. It was it was quite nice. I didn't feel like a Louis C.K. punchline. Um, so that was that was all right. That was good. That was all right. Equal parts. Man, I had I had so many chores on the list of things to do today, and yeah. granted, I did like 
I think I did the most important ones, but like okay. so many things have been now pushed off till tomorrow. Um, and I like, I straight up just like blew past the bank. Like I need to take out some Yankee dollars and yeah. I like walked by the bank and through their big old glass windows, I just saw this huge snaking lineup and I was like, go figgity figgity fuck yourself. I'm not going in there. Oh, and then yeah. instead I had a dirty pizza party, which you guys know all about. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was so funny. Like my laundry list of things to do. I was like, I need to go to the fucking, I need to go to the toy shop and grab some mm-hmm. Lego slash a, a stuffy for my brother's kid. Um, I need to go to the bank and get American dollars and then everything's great. And instead I just like grabbed Lego and bailed on the other two and got pizza. <laughs> nice. So I got to do all that <laughs> shit tomorrow as well as edit this this is kind of meta edit the podcast tomorrow too i got a lot i got a lot of fucking work ahead of me oh shit yeah are, are you at least taking tomorrow off to do all this shit no i work tomorrow holy crap logan i work tomorrow and stream tomorrow and have to do all and my shit leave tomorrow. tomorrow well okay so tomorrow i tomorrow i have to edit this podcast okay i have to edit a video i have yep. to get american dollars i have to grab a stuffed animal i need to pack my bags and I need to go to work, then I need to stream, and then I need to stream again. So I just have about seven things to do. Yeah, that's that's a solid seven. I can't count eight things to do. That's that's more than what I said, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm a I'm a busy guy, and I'm a nervous guy, and god damn it, Tony, I've got too many projects. <laughs> It's it's all good. And like it's it's stuff that you're you're enjoying doing and it's stuff that like we're enjoying watching, so Duh. Yeah. I say keep it going, but not to the point of like mental breakdown. Oh man, I'm gonna swan dive so hard off a of parkade. <laughs> <laughs> that's how this that's how this chapter that's how this book series ends. <laughs> Welcome uh back to Good Morning Toy World. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um I miss Logan. <laughs> just like the saddest like mortem. Just I miss Logan and then a pause and it's like but he probably at one point said I can have all his toys so I'm taking those. Yeah, this is this is me actively going through each listening log <laughs> as evidence. As evidence. Get the toys. Yeah. Yeah, you can have you can have my toys if something bad happens. There we go. All right, it's official. Can you timestamp this for me. Yeah, you gotta split the Lego though. You gotta give some of the Lego to my brother's kid. Uh, I'll just give him a stuffed animal. Okay, cool. Because because <laughs> I'm gonna you know I'm gonna forget to do that tomorrow. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but it's okay. Just hit up Caboodles, get the thing with the biggest plastic eyes, and then call it a day. Yeah. Oh, uh, so on my Lego adventures, yeah, let's start talking about toys. Uh, so I ended up picking up the like city set from last year. That's like the fire helicopter. Oh, sweet. So, uh, first off, let me say originally when that set came out, um, fuck that set. Cause it was like $55 and it's price or it's piece count is 260. Oh God. Eat a dick. So 20 cents a piece. Um, or more. I, I can't math. You guys know that. Um, <clears throat> but I did find it on sale for only 40 bucks, which is still not, okay. not good, but it's a, it's a fun set and there's some neat pieces. So I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was a fine today having that on sale, but like, God damn, I could not believe like 
how much they were originally asking for that set. That's yeah. way too much. And I know they charge like a little bit more when there's like cock pieces, cockpit pieces, cockpit pieces. When there's cocks it's everywhere. Just fucking dongers coming out of your there's plane. Fucking dongeritos all over bit. the fucking Lego set. Um, they charge a little <laughs> bit more for like cockpit pieces and stuff, which is whatever. Um, so so that'll be a fun build. But what I did find was okay so my local bay mm-hmm. the bay the hudson's bay company um so hudson's bay recently brought back toys that wasn't a thing for a while um they yeah. had them all through the 90s and then stopped uh and they brought them back and then it looked like it wasn't going well for any of the hudson's bay companies like for toys like it just their toy section sort of like got stocked once and that was it mm-hmm. or at least that's how i felt about it and so the toy section at the bay had been slowly shrinking Shelf by shelf, getting smaller and smaller and smaller. More stuff on clearance. More just liquidating, getting rid of this stuff. And I was like, okay, the Bay's going to give up on doing toys. Oh, well, that's one less spot to buy Lego in town. And then I went in today to look for sets, and I saw a tiny little, like, end table with, like, five Lego sets that were on clearance and no other Lego around. And I'm like, this is the end. This is the fucking end. And then I walked around a bit. And around the corner, there's like five shelves all laid out with all of the Lego that used that used to be there. I thought they sent it to another store or sold it all. Was all okay. placed out mishmash on all these shelves. And there was like like um, stocking maps, like laminated mm-hmm. lists of what goes where of Lego sets. And they're just restocking in fall and have expanded oh. the toy section. So it actually got bigger. Okay, um, good. And I, I was like, oh my god, okay, cool, there's, there's some Lego. But then the weirdest part was, I'm like, well, they're getting stocked up in fall, so it was all the other old shit, like old Ninjago, old City, old this, old that. But they had like six of the Lego City advent calendars for this year coming up. And I'm like, why the, f- why the fuck are those here? I'm like, that seems a bit early. Those do usually come out really early, though. Yeah. Like just in general. Good thing the city ones sit. Like, nobody's that eager to get them. The Star Wars ones sell it instantaneously. Oh, um, yeah, because it's Star Wars. But, yeah, <laughs> I was like... don't even go day by day. They just crack the side and dump out the tray. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was like, like I that's... I that one time. That's kind of fun to, like, have the, the Lego City Advent. I should have grabbed one just... I, I mean, there'll be time for that, but... Because I got to gear up for, for Christmas videos, so... Yeah, you gotta do gotta do year two of a Christmas every video day. a day. Yeah. yeah, the video advent calendar. Mm-hmm. Which was fun, and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how the new the new fans and the new people react <laughs> to yeah. the Christmas videos. I think they'll be fun, and like, yeah, like I said, I'll I'll, I'll be there be there to help out again <laughs> come hang out yeah so so my bay is getting a whole expanded lego section and i got to take out. a sneak peek at all the sets that are coming in so sweet hell yeah anything else that caught your eye from that uh ninjago movie fire mech okay like yep. red the red mech although there is uh caboodles does have one uh one or two of them okay sweet also, Caboodle's lady was like, "We got the ideas fishing shack," and I was like, "Oh, that's cool," because they don't no- they don't normally get idea sets. They oh. like they have the yellow submarine there, but oh, who gives a shit? Yeah, no. <laughs> F- fuck, fuck the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but for real though, the the fishing shack is one that like I need to jump on. Yeah, 
Like, no ifs, ands, or booties. Well, good like, thing there's, like, 17 Lego stores where you're from. Yeah, that should be fine. Hopefully I can snag it from uh, from one of those. It'll be there. Its price okay. point's not too bad. Yeah, it's, like, one, two... I think it's, like, 140 or something. Oh, that's, that's, that's titties. I'm, I gotta, I'm so down with that. I gotta look it up, because now I just quoted a random price, and I don't want to be wrong. That's, like, 70 bucks or something. Yeah, it's, like, $5. I'm, I'm thinking it'll be, like, yeah, like, one, 150 price point sounds about right. It's super detailed, though, and that's what oh, I love about it Oh, so it's, one, it's 180. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's, like, American 150. Yeah. American 150, and it's 2,050 pieces. Okay, this is a pretty decent price point. And there's uh, so much sand green. So much sand green, and so many, like, minifigure accessories. And I think... You've seen pictures of the inside, right? Yeah, I think bricks in new colors, like mason bricks in olive green. Ooh. Those are words I like. (laughs) I love the mason brick piece. Is that... Um, mason brick is the, the like textured one, the like, they're usually in, in light blay or dark blay and they're like, they look like they've got bricks, like there's notches in them. Oh, cause Freemasons. Gotcha. Well, like old buildings. <laughs> well, and yeah, just like masons, like stone masons, like people who, yeah, like, like the Freemasons or like just any mason though. But they're all connected. Everyone, oh yeah, Illuminati confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that the Illuminati was omnipresent. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, it's it's tough, but I, I yeah, it's a thing that sometimes I'm watching I, a lot of spooky videos. Sometimes I blank out and become a sheeple for a bit, so. It's okay, just wear your special hat, and then all the bad thoughts won't come in. What about all the hentai thoughts? <laughs> no, those are the good, those are the good thoughts. Those are the good thoughts? Okay, good. I was, I was concerned for a minute, because, uh. Love me some H. Mm. Can't spell happy without the letter H. Man. <laughs> deer hentai. Thanks. Wait, like hentai about deers? Yeah, deer hentai. Like uh, <laughs> about anthropomorphic deer people who... Um... Like the princess, this ain't Mononoke, where they're just fucking the forest spirit? <laughs> oh my god. I love Princess Mononoke. It's like one of my favorite films. Like, mm-hmm. like, well, no, okay, that's a huge exaggeration. It's one of my more preferred Studio Ghibli films. Yeah. Um, Has more... the least amount of children ugly crying in it for 20 minutes. There's a lot of ugly crying in that one. <laughs> oh, there is, but it's just not children this time. Yeah. Um, I do really like it, but the very first time I saw it, when the spirit of the forest turned and looked at the camera, I died laughing. Like, I, th- I thought it was the stupidest fucking design I had seen in my entire life. And yeah. I, I thought, like, the film was fucking with me. Like, I was like, what the fuck is this? This is trash. Like, what is wrong with this, like, stupid man face? Oh, no. <laughs> um, and it, uh, it's grown on me, and I, I don't mind it. But when I first saw it, I was, like, not down. Yeah. Ever like, since they used it for the legendary in uh, Pokemon X, I, uh, I thought it was pretty sweet. Yeah, Miyazaki stuff is okay. <laughs> that's your that's your take home from what I just said. Oh well, I'm it, it's tough because like there are Miyazaki movies that I like. Yeah, but I don't really 
like there's so many anime fans that are just like super boner for like everything that he's done okay and i'm just like nah earth sea was like like i'd fucking rather watch covenant again than watch tales from earth sea oh really because even though nothing happened in covenant at well, least there was t- like tales, tales from earth sea wasn't his it was his son's Oh, his son's an idiot then. Yeah, his son did a really bad job, but that's... Don't, his son's a fucking boring idiot. Don't, don't blame the father for the sins of the child. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Miyazaki was David and Junior Miyazaki was the xenomorph that just stood up coming out um, of the guy's chest. Yeah, uh, no, 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 Tales from Mercy was pretty trash. Yeah, that was oh fuck! Like nothing, nothing happened at all. Yeah, and it wasn't ever, it, wasn't it supposed to be like a trilogy as well. Oh god, I hope not. And then they were just like, like, maybe not. I I also didn't really like Spirited Away. Oh weird! I, a very unpopular opinion, I know, but like I just I I like it was a very it was like a visually really pretty movie. Yeah, but just like I don't know. You watched it dubbed or subbed? Both, actually. Yeah. Seen both versions. It's like, oh, cool, the kid's screeching and crying in Japanese and now in English. <laughs> Good. <laughs> like, I liked oh, it. You're pretty fucking I... useless, child. Good job. I liked your it. Your parents are pigs and it's all your fault. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Which ones did you like? Um, also, oh, I... Castle is really good. Also, I promise we'll talk about toys at some point. I'm sure. No, they they made toys of Miyazaki movies. Yeah, okay. There were a bunch of model kits by I want to say X Plus. <laughs> but yeah, um, my, Princess Mononoke was good. Uh, the Cat Returns I actually really enjoyed. Oh yeah, the Cat Returns is fun. Um, Nin- it was even Nin- more Ninja fun. Scroll was dope. Um, fucking <laughs> <laughs> just any like anime ever that. It's just like, oh, that was a Miyazaki, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog anime that they brought over. Sonic X was a great Miyazaki film. Um, I was a big fan of uh, Final Fantasy Spirited Away, Spirits Within or whatever. (laughs) Final Fantasy Spirits Away Within. (laughs) Spirits Away Within, the one with Ben Affleck. Oh, man. That movie was a movie that I watched and had toys of. Fuck, that was bad. Yeah, it wasn't. But at the time, though, it was like, oh, this is like, these are computer graphics. Like, look at look how, how flawless our computer graphics are. And it's like, like at the time, it was like, wow, this is amazing. These, like, PS2 era graphics when PS1 was a thing is just mind-blowing. Yeah, totally. But, like, I don't even know how it was a Final Fantasy project. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. I actually really don't know how. Yeah, it's other than in name. But um, then Advent Children came out, and that was actually pretty sweet. Remember Titan remember. A- Titan A.E.? Titan A.E. was fun. Titan A.E. was fucking dope. Shout, yeah. out to, shout out to Don Bluth, the North American Miyazaki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes Yeah, your circle. movies I actually want to watch. Oh, there's some <laughs> heinous Titan A.E. toys, though. Oh, my God. But the aliens were really cool. They're so yucky. The, like, I actually almost full-on bought a full set of them recently. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I was at the Valley Village 
just kind of looking for anything, really. I don't... I was in there for some reason. I hit up the toy section, and then they were, like, still in-packaged Titan AE, like, alien toys. And you just passed them up? I, I did, because I was like, these are really cool, and they're, like, you know, cost not lots. But the packaging was pretty janky on them. Yeah. So, like, they would have been something I would have need to open. Mm. Um... Like, cause it, I could have gone the route of like, I'm going to pick this up and then resell it. Yeah. But like to get the most out of whatever, it, it just, it felt like one of those things. I'm like, I, I would enjoy these for a bit, but then they just add to the clutter. So I passed on them, but the like queen Titan AE alien was kind of fun looking. Was it just so one of those that, that... electro vector guys with, with tits or? No, I remember her being like a lot more elaborate looking. Hang on, let's let's use our friend the internet to look up toys. Oh man, these are fucking cool. I should have just got them. <laughs> yeah, these are dank as fuck. I think yeah, these those are cool. I think they have the dumpy, uh, the dumpy like kangaroo lady at um, at Cherry Bomb. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, she can she can stay there. The dredge, that's what they're called. God. Yeah, Damn, the queen that's uh a terrible rap- name. Deluxe Rapid Attack Queen Dredge was the one. And like man, looking at the toy now, fuck, why didn't I get it? The thing's cool. There's one on this website for thirty bucks. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. Alright, time to <laughs> I, I already bought it, Tony. It's mine. Time to buy these Treasure Planet toys. <laughs> <laughs> JK. Titan AE was kind of cool, though. Yeah, Titan AE is pretty sweet. I like I like Don Bluth. Don Bluth is dope. Oh, man, I think... Oh, no, it's funny. There's a bunch of links in all of these toys that are linking to, like, the Lost in Space toy line. Yep. Because didn't all these come out around the same time? Holy shit, Don Bluth is still alive? good yeah it has to be dragon's lair the movie yeah haven't they been working on that for like forever yeah i'm dumb i should have bought those fucking toys feel the regret and the remorse oh these are so cool was i was i high you must feel like a stupid bitch i do <laughs> Man, look at the Queen Dredge now, too. That would have been like... you don't need that shit. No, this has awakened something now. No, it happens, man. It happens to the best of us. Oh, man. Now I'm looking at the, the concept art. You end up with toys that you don't really appreciate. That's fair. So, last... Speaking of toys that we're going to buy that we probably won't appreciate after we're, we're done building them. Um, Mechatro Wego. Mechatro Wego. So last episode, I got really cute about Mechatro Wego, um, and I was like, I just saw these the other day, and I think they're the cutest little things. And so Mechatro Wego <laughs> are these like chubby bubby little robot guys, and the premise for a Mechatro Wego mech is it's like a a suit 
like a armor suit for like children to go mm-hmm. to and to and from school and like to the fair and stuff. And I don't think there's a comic or or a manga or an nope. a- animated anything about it. It's just the concept is these are like basically like futuristic like bikes, I guess, for kids. Yeah. Like you hop in your little mech and you go to school. Yeah, totally. And they're so they're... fucking cute. And they do model kits and they do one twelfth scale figures as well. Mm-hmm. And they open up and you can put your little kid figure in it. It's dope. I'm and I did the Tony thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm mildly obsessed about it until I went to bed last night. <laughs> oh yeah, me too, man. Yeah, I I was sending you links. <laughs> yeah. Pretty late into the night. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I checked to see if it was something. I was like, I Tony, stop it. texting me while I'm jerking off. <laughs> Look at this cute chubby bubby. Oh, just blast my cell phone. <laughs> J- just kidding, I'm an adult. I jerk off with a laptop. <laughs> oh, fancy, man. <laughs> Only children jerk off to their cell phones. That's a fucked up <laughs> sentence. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, just the convenience of the cell phone makes it so much easier. I need that. I need to be. Anyway. Im- I need to be immersed. That's. I just don't want the government watching through my webcam hole. I need. <laughs> I don't want to end up being on a site that I'm seeing myself look at. If yeah, the thing about that is, if anybody ever sees that footage and confronts me with it, I'm like, dude, why are you watching my jerk off tape? Not cool, man. <laughs> I said to keep it secret as I nutted. Come on. Just like every time you every time you nut with your laptop open, just putting your finger to your webcam and being like shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this it's is a secret. This is a dirty episode. So Mechatro we go. Cute little robots. Yeah. <laughs> They're really wholesome toys. They They're are. Really They're super wholesome. Um so yeah, the, there's they start off as model kits uh, by Hasegawa, and there's the one to twentieth scale, and then the one to thirty fifth scale. Yeah, and each one to thirty five comes in a two pack, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they give you like which alternating is... colors because you can trade the bits between them. Yeah, which is super awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so you can trade the bits between them, or you can make like an all singular color bit boy. Uh, looking at the model, like I saw a bunch of reviews, and the one to thirty-five scale ones are like they still open up and everything, which is cool. But it looks like the internals got kind of dialed back a bit. Okay, so they're a little bit more simplistic for the one to thirty-five. But just because like you're working at that size, that you kind of need to be a little bit dialed back, I think. But those ones still come with like the the little children figures to put in. Them, oh, right? they do. Yeah. Yeah. So you're essentially putting, like, model railway kids <laughs> inside of that. Model railway kids? Mm-hmm. Isn't that essentially, like, H-O railroad or, scale? Or double H? What? Uh, I forget what... There's, like, four different scales for model trains. Okay. Uh, so H-O scale, which is the most common scale for trains, is uh, 1 to 87th scale. Okay. Uh, and then O scale is 1 to 48. Okay. Um, but there is no 1 to 30. Uh, the next biggest one is G scale, which is 1 to 22.5. Okay. 
Can you check and see what military models are normally at? I think that might be what I'm thinking of. Military models. Military models, um, I think, are sometimes HO. Scales. Merp. Merp. Because I remember when I was at the warehouse last week, I saw a bunch of things that were like 1 to 35th scale. Um... Apparently, military is 1 to 100, 1 to 144, or 1 to 64. Holy shit. And then I'm a crazy man, and I don't know what I'm talking about. 135th scale. Maybe, like, 135th scale is, like, just, like, popular Japan scale for stuff. Maybe. Also, 1 to 20 scale is such a weird scale to do. <laughs> 1 to 35. Oh, okay, one one thirty five scale, the most popular scale for military vehicles and figures. Yeah. Oh, okay. Originally used by conce- conceived, like they gave birth to Maya, gave birth to it. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. One thirty fifth scale, which like is would, ca- kind of cool. Would totally work. Actually, be really cool to see some like. Again, it just. So is that like Warhammer scale then? <laughs> I think it's close to it. Wow. Because, yeah, I remember seeing, like, army dudes, like, close enough to that size. Um, anyway, Metro Wigos are really cool. Uh, it's really hard to find pictures of them with, like, other toys to scale them with. Mm-hmm. Like, it just shows what it comes with, which is, like, the the child rider and, like, sometimes a Hatsune Miku. For the Hatsune Miku version. <laughs> but either way, they're really cool. Um, this is a totally cut out part. Um, I tried seeing if we could order them from our distributors. And no dice, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, I'm going to check and see if the warehouse can get them. But I highly doubt it. So okay. we might have to... Buy them online. Have to online them. So... But they're really, really cool. <laughs> So my my quick Google search here for more like one thirty fifth scale like diorama stuff. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like I wonder if there's like a Japanese school building. Like I want to my head. It's like, oh, it would be cool if like there's a school for my imaginary children to go to. Um, and then all I could find is like the fall of Berlin street scene with like a busted ass building and like Nazi flags and shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, one one fifty or one thirty fifth scale is military stuff. All right. You could do like post-apocalyptic Mechatro Wigos. Mechatro Wigo to Germany. Oh no, Logan. <laughs> we go to Germany in the forties. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> well, if that's also not your preferred scale, Sentinel uh, crossed with Thousand Toys did their version of the Mechatro Wigo, and that is a fully built, pre-painted figure essentially, and that can fit like. Figma style guys and like your your standard one to twelve scale dudes, um. So you have to get like a really poseable figure to collapse up and sit inside of there, or else it won't fit. <laughs> do they have like light up features and shit for the the big they ones? They do actually. That's fun. The uh, Sentinel ones do have light up eyes, I believe. Aw. Um. So they take kind of like little uh little watch batteries in the back. 
And like looking at all the different panels that come off and everything, just oh, they look so nice. Well, the 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 bigger ones are even designed that uh, that you can swap parts between them to change up the colors. Hmm. Yeah, the idea is that all of the Ooh. base plates or all of the plates pop off till it gets down to just a skeleton. Nice. And then you can mix and match parts with your multiple mechatros. Um, I saw a cute as fuck one that had a little baseball cap the other day. Oh, those ones are nice. <laughs> I like those. I want, man. <laughs> yeah, I saw ones where it was like, where they had like power loader arms, but I think those are only 1 to 35 scale. And then there was, uh, there was a couple dudes that were doing like super kitted out versions. Mm-hmm. So ones that had like Gundam parts on them. So like they changed out the arms to like have Gundam arms and like super super weathered them, which is what I want to do. Yeah, man, they're they're super cute. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna have to be one of those like I think we gotta pick up like one or two of these kits. I'm honestly tempted to pick up one twentieth scale one and then uh the two pack of the one to thirty five because they're both the same price point. Mm. and it'd be kind of a fun thing to test out, test the waters with. Mechatro cute girl. They're pretty fucking adorable. They're adorable. They're my best friend and yours. I want to tell them all my secrets. (laughs) (laughs) I am essentially a taxi. Please stop. (laughs) Does not compute. Well, it's kind of cute, too, because, like, if you look at the promo art for it, even though it's, like, they're just walking taxis for your kids so they don't get bullied on their way to school, like, all the art still shows them kind of, like, chilling out and, like, doing stuff and being, like, oh, these are, like, adorable mascots and they're clearly not, like, terrifying. Mm-hmm. So kids will want to go into them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it looks like the designer did another Mechatro beforehand, and that actually is, like, more vintage looking. It looks almost like a Vespa mixed with a robot. Cool. What's... And I think that was, like, the original idea behind this. Okay. And then he's like, let's streamline it and make these cute fucking peanut Totoros to, to <laughs> ride around in. I love it because it's like, for me, it's like, I love this like bar for entry where it's like, I don't speak the language, so I don't understand. Like, yeah, I I love like the element of mystery surrounding them. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's just a cute fucking robot. And like, there's, that's, that's it. Why does it exist? Who knows? We don't need to know. We just need to get them and make them have fun. Oh, the baseball cap. I I'm starting to understand cat people now because I'm like this is so cute. I want to make my adorable thing wear another thing to make it even more adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get behind that. Mechatro. Mechatro, we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta some. we gotta do it. We gotta get some Mechatro we go stuff. <clears throat> it's gonna happen. It'll happen. This is what we do here on the podcast. We fire each other up to buy toys. Yep, and then it'll show up weeks later and be like, oh, fuck, right, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot about... I was like, oh, yeah, I was wondering why there's all the charges on my visa. Yeah, well, I actually did that recently with a, a model kit type thing. And they sent you pictures of that last night. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't remember when I ordered it, but it was something I ordered. 
with the full extent of like, I'm going to build this and I'm going to make it into a thing for other guys. And then I start building it and I like, I, I have a love-hate relationship with Kotobukoya model kits. So I guess this will be the part where I just totally take over. Uh, <laughs> so I picked up the Kotobukoya Frame Arms Gigantic Arms model kit. So it's essentially a mech suit for your mech suits. Oh. Which is kind of cool. Um, it's supposed to go with the Frame Arm Girls, which is essentially a spiritual successor to Buso Shinki, which was a toy line of like one to one scale robot girls. One to one scale? Have... Like life size? Yep. 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 So the toys were about the same size as like a, a one twelve scale toy. But they're like supposed to be little robot dolls that like would fight each other, or you'd collect them and you'd like dress them up and stuff like that. Oh, like I see the source material. They they were like palm sized. Yeah, yeah, it was like an actual show that they would do too, and I think okay. it might have been Kotobukoya as well that owns Buso Shinki. Um. So anyway, that line kind of died. Um, I think it was just because it was like way too expensive. So it disappeared for a bit, uh, but the fan community was still going. And then um, Kodo brought out their Frame Arm series, which is like you build the skeleton, or you get like the skeleton of a mech suit, and then you build the armor around it. Um, and then Frame Arm Girls is essentially the same thing. So you build like the skeleton, which is like the Buso Shinky body, and then like modular mech pieces to go on top. Anyway, so this is meant for those figures as well as anything else from the Frame Arms line. Okay. Uh, I personally liked it because it was like a very like drone-ish looking robot. Uh, so I managed to grab it, and I ordered it, and it came in, and I was pumped, and then I just I didn't take it home for like months. Uh, and I started doing the Knights of the Slice uh, custom contest. I'm like, alright, my custom guy's gonna have its own mech suit to to pilot yeah and i started building it and i like i said i have a love-hate relationship with koto kits because like once they're done they look great but there's just so many fucking unnecessary steps to build these kits what do you mean like okay so when you're building a gundam it's like all right so you're gonna slap two sides of an arm piece together with the like uh, ABS plastic in there for your joint, and then that's that's one of the parts. That's good. Kudabukui kits will say to do like to build the one side of the arm. You got to put three pieces together in a certain way, and then you got to do that twice, and then slam it together in something else that you've like. Instead of just being three or four, maybe five parts to make a small PC or Gundam kit. A Kodo kit's going to be more to, like, 12 to 13 pieces coming together to make the exact same section. So stuff that they could have molded into one big piece instead is broken up into, like, three or four smaller pieces? Yeah, and it, like, it's not like it changes it on a detail scale. Mm. It just, it feels like it's just, like, you're partsing it out because, it's like, you're partsing it for part's sake. It's for it, parts it's for parts for parts sake, Kotobukiya, dial it back. Yeah, it's it's very similar to like building a Mega Block set, to be honest. So instead of using like a one by 
one by two standard brick, you're taking three one by two tiles and putting them together, or two one by two plates and putting them together. Is that a thing Mega Bloks does? Oh, very much so. That's stupid. So it's it's just it's the way they do it, and it's like okay, well, fuck, they're clearly showing off. It's like you get all these parts. It's it's hyper detailed because you have all these parts for mega for mega blocks. It's artificially inflating the brick count, and for yeah. Kotobukiya kits, it's like it's more complicated. You're a badass for building this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Um. So that was a pain in the ass. But once it was done, it was like, okay, this is pretty sweet. And, like I said, the whole thing is very modular. So you get, like, you can position the tankers in any certain way. And the arms and legs are meant to be, like, swapped out and everything like that. So it's really cool. And, yeah, it has a tank mode, um, a tank drone, and a flyer drone. And then you build, like, a mech suit for your mech suits. Uh, but luckily it fit a standard um, three and three quarter figure. Cool. Which is awesome. <laughs> so like, you can plug in a G.I. Joe into it. Uh, I plugged in my custom Knight of the Slice. Uh, you can probably even put Luke Skywalker in that. Why not? If you were so inclined. If you were so inclined. If you wanted to make Star Wars a, a mech story. But I was going to go down to Tossie Station to suck some dick. <laughs> <laughs> getting getting the fucking robot, Luke. That's that's what he was doing in Tashi Station, right? Second dick. Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, he got his first paycheck. He wanted to find out what penis tasted like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. Either way, it's a great kit. I'm happy with it. Um, but again, Kota Bakoya, holy shit! Dial it the fuck back. <laughs> just we just want robots. We don't want to build the fucking lament configuration. You open the box. And then I came. <laughs> Luke in a fucking bathroom stall at Tashi Station. You open the box. <laughs> and then I came. <laughs> oh man, I'm starting to hate us. <laughs> <laughs> well, me. No, you're fine. Don't worry. I started thinking on backlash. Like, do they even have glory holes in Star Wars? I imagine. I imagine the concept is probably there. Mm. Someone was trying to tell me the other day that Episode Two didn't suck ass, and I was like, "Are you serious, bro?" Wait, like cl- Attack of the Clones? Yeah, or... Attack of the Clones. Oh, yeah. No, they're wrong and an idiot. I'm sorry if I know that person as well. No, it's a random rando. Um, oh, okay, but yeah, they're wrong and an idiot. Yeah, they're wrong and an idiot. That movie is unwatchable. Yeah, I hate sand. It's that was the movie that made me go like, well, I don't need to see three in theaters. But three was like the only good one of the like prequels. I I remember not fully enjoying it either because it was just full of like oh shit we need to tie up these loose ends quickly do some wipes yeah i guess so like it just needed a narrator to go meanwhile i guess meanwhile i guess my big mustafa i guess my big question tony is uh have you heard of the high elves (laughs) yeah the ones that manage midichlorians right (laughs) 
Because my favorite thing is when a creator fucking spoon feeds me shit I didn't want to know. You love that. You love George <laughs> Lucas. You love Ridley Scott. Um, no. Oh, speaking of Ridley Scott not being attached to Blade Runner anymore. Um, yeah. Apparently, this is a thing that came out. They did like a 20-minute short on on a YouTube channel promoting it. And it's um, it's Jared Leto because he's the like owner of the Tyrell Corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I think set a couple years before this new Blade Runner movie that's coming out. And it's like, like a, like a prequel to this movie. Oh, sweet. It's okay. like, like a little bit of preface and like context for the story. I haven't seen it yet, but I intend to. Okay. Yeah. And I guess like, if you're on the fence about, uh, uh the new Blade Runner movie, watching that's probably a good way to figure out if you want to go see it in theaters like if you're down with what they're doing in this you're probably going to be down with Blade Runner so okay sweet yeah I also heard today too that like apparently the runtime is going to be super super long cool I I was talking with a friend and there's context for this because NECA is doing figures I think sure it's yeah that sounds like a thing NECA would do I think it was NECA who's doing up a gosling um let's go with NECA <laughs> It could be McFarlane. Which yeah, means, it's Color Tops um, Blade Runner which series. means it'll have three points of articulation. Um, Fuck to the maybe. <laughs> uh, so, my, my friend and I were talking about um, the original. And mm-hmm. they were like, well, is there is there multiple like books that they're basing this off? Because the first one was that Philip K. Dick book. And I was like, yeah, there's like... There's an extension of Blade Runner, or rather, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. Like, there's sequels to that story. But Mm -hmm. also, Blade Runner is, like, a shadow of what the book Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep is about. Like, they're so far removed from one another that it's almost indistinguishable. Um, Yeah, it just takes inspiration from it. Yeah, it's, like, it's very, very loose. So, for me, I'm like, that doesn't really matter. But what I'm kind of interested to see if they touch on, because Blade Runner really missed out on the morality of killing androids. Um, Mm -hmm. Because the book's main question is, if something is sentient and has thoughts and memories and feelings, even if it's not a human being, do you have a right to kill that thing? Yeah. Um, And so that was a big, big theme in the book. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, which is fun to say. It's a great sentence. Yeah. It's a great book title. Um, and basically the book, as, as I recall, correct me if I'm wrong, find me on Twitter and bitch me out. Um, <laughs> oh, they will. Um, I, be, I, I remember the book ending with this feeling and this question of whether or not Deckard is an android. Yeah. Like he sort of yeah, has this, of this existential like moment where he's sort of thinking to himself, I cannot be certain that I'm not an android. Mm-hmm. Um, and he bangs an android in, in the book. And I guess yep. in the movie too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my question is for the new Blade Runner is, are they going to touch on the morality of whether or not is it, it it's okay to kill androids? Right, right. Huh, that would be... Yeah, I hope they do touch on that. Because I mean, like, they, they did a little bit, but it was very... It was done more like um, like a noir movie. Yeah, and like in Blade Runner, if you weren't paying attention, you could totally miss the fact that the yeah. girl he falls in love with is an android. Oh, totally. 
I mean, there's a, there's a lot of hints and a lot of well, there's they tell you it in the film. But if you yeah. if if you like for a split second ate some popcorn or took a sip of your drink, <laughs> you might have missed that that was what they were going for. <laughs> Wait, did you say Android? I'm Android. Android. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, keep sip, slurping on my drink. I can't. I don't understand what they're saying. Fuck, Blade Runner I'm sure was. She's a human. Blade Runner was fucking dope though. Yeah, it, it is a movie that I need to, like, rewatch again. And luckily I do have it on, on DVD. And just, like, for pure aesthetics, it's so beautiful. And it's, oh, totally. it sounds beautiful, too. It's a shame that the guy who did the original score isn't coming back, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. I hope they do a good job. I hope it's not over-the-top CGI. I hope they're able to make a make a world, the world feel like the, the original Blade Runner world. Yeah, and I feel, it's looking a lot more like empty too like it's looking a little bit more like apocalypse yeah when like gosling goes out to harrison ford's like art deco like f- children of adam fallout one building yeah <laughs> or ch- children of the apocalypse or whatever they were um the followers of the apocalypse yeah that's the one okay um i was just playing earlier i'm sorry but uh yeah yeah i hope it i hope it's good yeah, it'll be pretty sweet. So, yeah, here's hoping, fingers and butts crossed. Yeah, I mean, if so. they're if they're able to take a page out of like uh, Rogue One's aesthetics, like mm-hmm. being being able to recreate that vintage Star Wars world, like was amazing. If they're yeah. a- able to hit Blade Runner's sequel with that amount of like detail and aesthetic, it should be it would be amazing. I mean, if Lego can do it, I think the actual team can do it wait what do you mean ninjago city oh i see (laughs) sorry that was (laughs) the stretchiest of stretches yeah that was loose but i like it yeah ninjago city is is basically uh blade runner slash fifth element world yeah it's it's just one of the towers i'd say it's more fifth element than it is blade runner yeah yeah I'd, I'd, i'd go with that as well but I don't know. I'd say like the top of the building is definitely like Blade Runnery. Mm-hmm. Like I would, it's, it depends. If you were to have the Ninjago City and a smoke machine constantly running beside it, <laughs> and then maybe pop a few like those new LED bricks in, you'd be like, "Yep, that's that's Blade Runner now." It just depends on how you like light it, <laughs> the light that you put it in. Totally. So guess what just came up for pre-order, Logan? Go, go, Power Tony. Yeah, you're right. It's almost like we did this yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So, the Legacy Collection of Power Ranger items. uh, A whole whack of new things ended up going up for pre-order. As well as a few things that revealed, which is kind of cool. So, up for pre-order right now is the Legacy Green Ranger helmet from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, as well as the Zeonizer from Power Rangers Zeo, and the Gold Ranger Staff, uh, also from Zeo, mm-hmm. which is pretty sweet. So the Green Ranger helmet is very similar to the Red Ranger helmet, so it is like the TV series version. Uh, so it doesn't have any extra silver, um, extra highlights on the helmet, like uh, like the one that that JD JDF has been rocking recently. And uh 
yeah, so that's pretty sweet. Uh, they've only shown a few pictures of the Zeonizer, so I'm stoked to see that when it comes out. I'm sure it'll have some diecast on it. Um, but right now, it's just they've been showing like the gray resin prototypes. Um, but I'm stoked for those. The only thing that didn't really like catch my attention was the Gold Ranger wand, yeah, rod staff. <laughs> I was for the same reason that the uh, the the Red Ranger Power Sword didn't really appeal to me. Mm. It's like it's cool, but it's just too big for what I've got right now. Like it's just like, too too much of a footprint. Yeah, yeah. So like currently right now, what I've got set up is the Red Ranger helmet, the Power Rangers blaster, and the Power Morpher, just kind of all in one section. It looks quite nice. And then when I get the Green Ranger helmet, it's going to be the Green Ranger helmet and the Dragon Dagger. Uh, I was a stupid fucking idiot, and I didn't pick up the Green Ranger Morpher when it was kicking around. Because mm. I'm dumb. <laughs> but I mean, I do have a classic Morpher. And if I really, really, really wanted to make a, like a, a proper... Green Ranger Morpher, I could always buy, like, the gold faceplate from, like, Starlight Studios or something. Because I think that'll be the same price as, like, getting, like, a Legacy one. It might even be cheaper to just, did like, the price Did the price point Morpher. on them go up for resale? Oh, yeah. They're, they're only secondary market now. And they... I remember them going up for quite a bit. But the Starlight Studio... Is it time um, for me to sell mine? Oh, you have the Green Ranger Morpher? Oh, yeah. I thought you only had the MMPR ones. Uh, I've got the Green Ranger one uh, unopened in my closet. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked it up and... Um, holy shit. I guess I should look at completed listings so I know what people are actually <laughs> paying, but... Yeah. Ooh. All right. Time for me to sell that. <laughs> Holy shit, Make people want 200 money. bucks, 300 bucks for this thing? Yeah. Holy shit. It, like, yeah, sh it shelf-warmed. It did, until it all of a sudden didn't. I guess. Man, that's some crazy shit. Yeah. It's pretty nutty. Interesting. Well, well, now... I guess the Green Ranger pulled a Pink Ranger, hey? <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, Starlight Studio, they're pretty cool, from what I remember. Um, I'm actually on their eBay page right now. So, they were the ones that were doing, like, the... Oh, damn. Oh. So, they have a Psycho Ranger helmet kit prop on their uh, website right now, which is pretty sweet. So they do a bunch of replacement pieces. So they do, um, they've got Power Ranger Triceratops, uh, Megazord replacement parts, like the horns and everything. Uh, they make the Energem crystals from Dino Charge. And then they did, uh, a bunch of, like, Power Coins as well. Uh, they actually have a Green Ranger prop helmet right now that's going for about 250 with some shipping. Uh, let's see how much they're... So they're cool. Um, any piece that would have been lost. So like the Shogun Megazord, they've got the uh, 
the chest piece that's done in like metal uh as well as like the sword hilt which is pretty sweet um let's see oh fuck oh that's not bad at all so <laughs> <laughs> these guys might be the way to go um yeah gold prop square morpher plate ranger cosplay buckle like 40 bucks and some shipping Okay, so like what you used to pay for the Green Ranger kit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that and some repper labels, and you're good to go. I cannot believe the price point on that. I can. Why? It, just, it makes sense. It makes no it's, sense it's to me. That's how, how it goes. This is how it goes, man. All right. That's just that's how it do. I swear to fuck, they were on like clearance and shit, like not that long ago. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess it's now it's been years. Man, fuck, time flies, eh? <laughs> yeah, it really does. And that terrifies me. Uh, yeah, I think 2013 was when Legacy Morphers came out. Wow. So Man, what's my fucking return to Zendikar unopened deck building box worth? Oh god, probably a bit. <laughs> If it was returned as... Was it the fat back? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's gonna be a bit. Oh, it doubled in price. Oh, okay. That's not that impressive. Oh, still. <laughs> for, for full art lands, I can see paying that. Yeah, true. People love Oh, man, fart. have you heard that, like, there's gonna be doing a... Th- there's gonna be doing... Uh, Wizards is doing a third unset. Oh, that's official now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I'm stoked to buy magic cards for the first time in probably about ten years. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I love the un unsets. I think this one is called I can't remember the name of it, but it's un something. Um, so that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I'm cool. Um, so another thing that they're gonna be doing is they're gonna be doing uh, individual legacy dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. So chatted about this a little bit yesterday too so it looks like they won't be able to combine into a megazord but that's totally all right because we've already had two versions of the legacy megazord three if you count the 2010 release that was an all plastic version of the legacy megazord before they gave it die cast and Mm -hmm. proper paint jobs yeah um so i'm totally cool with like highly articulated t-rex zords and Super articulated uh, saber-toothed tigers. The only ones that I'm really worried about are the uh, the pterodactyl and the triceratops, because they just kind of traditionally didn't have a lot of movement to them. So we'll we'll see how it goes. If they have like proper tank treads for the triceratops, that'll be pretty sweet. But I don't know. They're gonna have to do something. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine they wouldn't do proper tank treads just purely for the fact that having all those moving parts means potentially having those moving parts break. Yeah, but the Legacy line is like clearly more for adults, hence why they mm-hmm. have like a higher price point too. Yeah, I imagine. Like it's, it's, it's I imagine even even kids. with that, they would still just be molded. Yeah, true. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to wait and see, uh, but I'm stoked. Uh, I'm gonna grab the t-rex for sure from that yeah that's super uh, fun have it chill out with my dragon zord <laughs> it'll be neat totally and um they also include little ranger figures to go with right 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I believe they've got little rangers that just kind of chill out in the heads. That uh, That's the part that excited me. But part of me was like, man, do they come with each Zord? Or is it like another pack you buy with all the rangers? <laughs> I, I think those ones would come with each Zord. Oh, yeah, totally. It would make no sense to do a, like a battle pack full of like yeah. all of the rangers. It makes no sense. But They did re-release the coins again, though. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of weird. Yeah, that was very strange. Yeah, because looking at them, they don't... I think they're shiny instead of just kind of weathered, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I saw I saw them, and I'm like, why are they doing that? The fucking... The morphers fucking peg-warmed. And like now I'm looking back, and it's like, fucking morphers are made of gold now, somehow. Yeah, I should have bought five. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to think that way with toys, because... Um, if I ever see a scalper, I'm going to fucking punch him in the kidneys and throw him through a rack of fidget spinners. So, Oh, totally. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm not sad that I didn't pick them up. But I am sad that you didn't get one, brother, because they they were sort of just hanging out here. Eh, it's all good. Or you, ha- you had your like, chance and you passed on it. Yeah, a couple times. But, like, to be honest, everything else has been coming out again. So the dragon dagger has been showing up again in the wild. The dragon mm-hmm. sword has been showing up again in the wild. Yeah, I saw that. If it does show up again, then I'm I'm just gonna grab it because yeah, grab it, grab two, flip it on eBay, and then I'll punch you in the kidneys. Yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I mean, I also think I don't sculpt because I'm just too fucking lazy. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm I'm morally against it, and I'm just I don't want to do the legwork. Yeah, totally. So I just fuck it fuck that we're just too we're just too genuine boys yeah i'm gonna be for real i'm too goddamn i'm getting too goddamn old sell toys on ebay Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. i heard Mm -hmm. that i'm just uh i'm one one day closer to dying every day i heard that shipping stuff out no so the new like new legacy stuff is dope. Yeah, I'm stoked for it. Uh, I already have the Zeonizer and the Green Ranger helmet on order. Nice. Is what I'm trying to say. Nice. So I'm stoked. I'm stoked, ready, and pumped. Equal parts, all of those things. Listeners at home, jump on that shit. Yeah, I apparently buy one and put it in cold storage for a couple years. Yeah, yeah. Just it's, doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're gonna make money off that. Yeah, you're not spending money. You're making an investment. You're investing in your future and no one else's. Yeah. Power Rangers is forever. Or just think think of it this way: if the cosmic radiation hits and all of your toys <laughs> somehow do the things that they're supposed to do, you could totally end up being a Power Ranger. Oh yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah there you go. I'd be such that a I'd sucks. be such a dumpy ass Power Ranger. I'd like fucking transform and just be like, let's go get pizza. Oh dude, no, have you okay, this is my favorite part from Dino Charge well, it's not even in Dino Charge, it's from the Japanese series, mm-hmm. like Kyo Ryuger. Um the Turquoise Ranger or the sorry, the Cyan Ranger was actually just a straight up like heavy set white bearded dude. What really? For real. Google search Cyan Ranger. So the the actor like his parents are from Canada and 
when he was like really young they moved to japan yeah so he became an actor in japan so he can like speak fluent japanese um and when he morphs into the cyan ranger he kind of pulls a like the kid from turbo <laughs> and he just kind of shrinks and becomes a slim slim dude that can fit in the suit okay so i see the slim dude in the suit but i don't see him outside of the suit yeah that's, he should be on there Is it this motherfucker? Does he look like us? He looks like us, but like a Nord. Yeah, that's him. Whoa, he's amazing! Yeah, dude, he's like my favorite ranger. He's such a... He's so relatable. Yeah. This fat loser. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. This fat loser is a power ranger. It's a hope for all of us. I like that he shrinks down. That's so funny. Yeah, just Ramirez. His name's Ramirez. I think so. I think that's Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez. Ramirez. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, he's awesome. I have his uh, his little Power Ranger battery. The like, like the proper Japanese one. Oh, that's fun. Because I just I dig him so much. He's so funny. Yeah, he's he's pretty awesome. So he's a big fat white dude who's a ghost in the series, and he's he's the best color of blue. All right, thanks for joining us here on the podcast, everybody. It's been a dino charged time. Was uh, zap zap? Was there anything you wanted to say to the people, Tony, before we get out of here? So aside from just going zap zap, uh, yeah, it's gotta do the usual end of the show plugs. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, and tell all your friends, but don't tell your parents. They will not understand your love for us. Yeah, they they won't have a clue. (laughs) All right. They won't do it. (laughs) All right, and remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. See ya.